Episode 89, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your Sean. And by the way, it's really not really be a long night. I'm just, you know, <laughs> I'm talking out my ass. I was just like, um, strapping kids because you're in for a bumpy ride. But no, it's not bumpy. It's you're in for a laugh riot. Right, yes. <laughs> so, hey, everybody, I'm Sean. <laughs> and I'm Ed. We are Geeksters. Yes, we are. And in his first hour, we talk about uh, things and stuff. stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, basically, it's your standard for those people who are first-time listeners. Hi. Hi. Bienvenue. Welcome in. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Um, yeah, well, uh, we uh, start off the show to round it off how things were during the week. Anything right. funny or interesting happened. Right. Um, we did talk about that Eric and I both went to go see Maleficent. Yes. Um but we waited until, you know, we did our review a little later on in the hour. With the top five movies of the weekend, yep. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, that was pretty much what to expect this first hour. Yes. Uh, not much more I can add to that, kids. Uh, you know, maybe as the link progresses, I might get a little loopy and kind of go, yeah, and there was this one time I put my finger in my butt. <laughs> that was 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Had to check the oil. Wink, wink. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, kids, um, we'll be right back. All right. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. And I'm your co-host, Erica. Apparently, I'm in a tunnel. Yeah. (laughs) Fiddle, fiddle. Fiddle, fiddle, fiddle. Fiddle, fiddle. Fix it. Fiddle. Quickly. Fix it. This is why we should do sound checks. Fix it. Fiddle, fiddle. Fiddle, fiddle. 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 I think by us yelling at him, it's probably making things worse. Why do you think I'm doing it? It's exactly why I'm doing it. Come on, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, We're live, come on, 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 That sounded better. Hold on, the fan, though, I can hear the fan like crazy. Yeah. Let me... Bitch, bitch, bitch. Is that any better? I don't know. No, I'm still in the tunnel. Still in the tunnel. Keep going, people. All right, so hi, welcome to the show. Yeah, we do sound a little echoey, all of us. I wonder... I sound really loud in my headphones. No, you just sound really loud in your own head. This is true. <laughs> Although those aren't those aren't my voices. Okay, well, yeah, the mics are real sensitive. It's like you pick up everything. Oh, I hope it's a gassy night. <laughs> it's like an uncircumcised penis. It's super sensitive. And good night, folks. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Good night, everybody. Dun, 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 dun. So I feel like um, I should sit over here. I know. I feel like I should put, like, put the mic <laughs> all the way over there. I'm like two feet away from my mic. I still sound super loud. Oh, oh, we fell oh. down a hole. Oh no, you can't hear me now at all. What's that? A little louder. A little louder. I can't hear myself at all. Oh, oh, there you go. All right, all right, all right. You might want to make like little notes about where we are. Why? Because I can't remember. We're in a studio. The building behind the police station. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, hi everybody. Hi, hi. Well, hi. And wouldn't be so wouldn't be geeksters without a stumbling start. <laughs> <laughs> we are professionals. Are we for professionals? I don't, I don't know what prof- we're professionals in, but you know, whatever. All right, so uh, I'm Sean. <laughs> I'm Ed. I'm Erica. And together we're Geeksters! <laughs> Sorry. I just, it, it, seemed to kinda, it was there. It was there. Wow, I, I softball pitched my own joke. Oh, crap. One of those nights. Um, so, yeah. So, for those people who are new to the show, 
Hi, welcome. Hi. Bienvenue, welcome. Come on in. <laughs> Sorry, we're blazing saddles. <laughs> um, so yeah, here we talk crap about shit. <laughs> out, of our, uh, out of our ass. Yeah. Sometimes we're factual. Sometimes we're not. Sometimes we make up stuff as we go along like I'm doing right now. But we do it for the... Well, that too. I was going to say we do it for the listeners. We do it with jazz hands. We love you guys. With jazz hands. Even though we're on radio and you can't see our jazz hands. Ah. Everybody knows these are gold. (laughs) Oh, what movie was that from? (laughs) Oh, crap. These are jazz hands. And these are gold. Bring it on! Ah. You never never saw Bring It On? No. I figured you would. Kirsten Kirsten Dunst and Eliza Dushku in a cheerleading movie? With Gabriel Union? No. Oh, hot tea. Anyway, no. so. <laughs> no. It's fun. It's a funny movie. And- I'm sure it's very funny, but no. Like, I wasn't into teenage movies when I was a teenager. No, you know what? Okay, let's start the show right off the bat. Erica. <laughs> Erica here. Uh, unfor- I should just keep my mouth shut from now on. Unfortunately, we have lost a television icon. Yes. I'm not saying I'm not, I, I'm not, like, I, I, my prayers, okay, hold on. Back, no, pedal, no, back, pedal 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 so that back, people pedal. actually know what the hell we're talking about. So, um, Alice something or other. Oh! oh, oh I gotta find oh, it, because oh, I don't know oh, her name. Ann B. Davis, Alice. Oh, yeah. From the Brady Bunch is dead Sorry. at 88 years old. I was old. trying to find the link so I could pull it up. Where the hell did it go? It's not on our page. Anyway, so, yeah, so the person he just said is dead. <laughs> no. The person he is talking about. Yeah, <laughs> still not she's sticking. gone. All right. She's so, gone. She's no, she is, she, my, I'm, she's, I'm very sad she is a, for her family. You know, she I'm sure they're feeling the loss. Made. She ceased to exist, cleaning the house. She's dead as a doornail. Yeah, so. She is an ex Alice. So, so I'm like, oh, what a shame. You know, Alice died today, which yeah. she, you know, fell apparently and, and uh, it's a shame. I'm like, you uh, mean it, she fell and she couldn't get up? That's an American <laughs> icon, lady. <laughs> Man. Please send all your hate mail to Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. That's, That's Erica with, with a K. K. <laughs> Right now, there's some third world country who's still getting like the first run of those shows, and they went, "No, not Alice." <laughs> Erica admitted that she never liked the Brady Bunch. I never liked the Brady and Bunch. That is when I first went. So how long do you work for the Taliban? <laughs> like, <laughs> Since the day I was born. I mean, the Brady Bunch is as American I as don't apple pie. Care. You, you know what I think? Part of it too is I come from a very large family. So for me, you know, the few episodes I did watch, I'm sitting there going, I don't want to be fucking reminded of it. Like, if I'm watching TV, I want to escape from the fact that I come from like 38,000 fucking people and they're all in this row house right now. I want to be, I want to be at America's Next Family Reunion. Yeah, really. <laughs> oh my God. I bet you if I walked in everyone went, guess what everybody else is dead, that whole room would have went. Oh. oh, except for her. She'd be like, fuck Alice. <laughs> now I'd be sitting in the corner texting on, what happened? <laughs> Sam slipping Alice the free meat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know who Sam is, don't you? No. Oh, <laughs> I know. Oh, oh, oh. 
I know. So you are the cousin Oliver of this show. <laughs> I'm okay with Again, it. Again, joke go right over it. No, yeah. I, I, I'm putting it in context. I assume it has to do with somebody who wasn't on the show very long. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Kind of, sort of, cousin Oliver was added to the cast mm-hmm. in the later seasons. In the later seasons. Just like I was added to the right. cast and in that's the when, later podcast. And that's when the show started taking a downward turn. I'd like to think that I I helped the show a little bit. Hey, we got four likes this week. Yeah. Which, welcome to everybody who liked our page this week. Yeah. And, and. Oh, wait, there's more. more. (laughs) We got fan mail this week. We did? We did? We did. And they sent us. Me. Pictures of penises? I was going to say. No. <laughs> I was like, it works! <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fucking awesome. I'm I'm a little disappointed in you guys out there. You haven't sent me any dick pics. You need to step up the dick pitch, folks. <laughs> Come on! I'm counting on you! Maybe we should have a contest. Best dick pic. I'm not judging that. <laughs> we'll take your word for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see any, any participants. Guys, I'm I'm, I'm... I'm torn between these three. What do you think? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I wouldn't kick that out of bed for eating crackers. <laughs> no, I, I, we did receive listener mail from listener Phil. So, hi, Phil. Hi, Phil. Um, is that his official name? Listener Phil? Phil? Yes, it is listener like, Phil. I know I'm listener Phil. <laughs> he is listener Phil. Um, but yes, we we received fan mail, and he sent us his uh, take on X Men and Godzilla. Oh, do you want to get into it now or later? Uh, we can get into it now. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do it this way. My my week was pretty boring. I yeah. mean, other than right, the fact, let's, let's uh, do our weeks, and then we'll get into listener. Other than now. the fact that I picked up Watch Dogs, we'll get into that when I do my mm-hmm. review. Uh, Ed. Uh, I put a uh, website in three days, which is pretty impressive. A we website that's it, not ours, so move yeah, on. Okay. <laughs> Nobody cares. Stop right. advertising. Is it wordswithgeeks.com? No. <laughs> then move on. All right. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you opening yourself up for more web design interests? If somebody wants to have a cheap website, sure, why not? Oh, okay. In that case, <laughs> contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. There. I just, I just, right, just there, yeah, yeah. I was in a flood of it. I want to make a website that says geekstersucks.com. <laughs> okay. Mom? <laughs> Why do you call me, Mom? Love, Erica. <laughs> All right. Erica, how was your week? It was good. It was busy, but good. I, I finished watching Newsroom this week. Yeah, because I so gave it thank you for Yes, thank you for lending that to me. Holy shit. Like, I'm sitting there the whole time. Now, granted, I was supposed to be working on my economics homework at the same time. <laughs> so, suffice to say, I'm going to be doing some cramming tonight to try and finish yeah, my economics yeah, homework. Yeah, yeah. Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. <laughs> You're welcome out there. Um, but, yeah, amazing. Like, I, after, even, just after the first episode, I was like, dude, I'm in. But then, when you got to the episode where he went on that whole thing about the tea party. Yes. And then there was one, there was one scene I started tearing up at. I'm like, <laughs> How good is Bridget Fonda? Brenda Bridget Fonda. Jane Fonda. So fucking. She is so good at being a fucking bitch. I know. Now, granted, every role I've ever seen her in, she plays a fucking bitch. So I think she plays. At this I, point, I think she's just playing Jane Fonda, like, on a day she doesn't take her meds. And how about Olivia Munn? Wait, which one was. Sorry, I don't know all their names she's yet. She's the economist. I love her. Like, yeah. I think. Because, and here's the thing. I My, kind of. Re- our girl Olivia. Tear. Well, you know what it is? I kind of relate with her a little bit. Not. I mean, she is. The character, anyway, if. You know, I'm sure she's probably based on a real person. Maybe. Is streaks smarter than me. Like, I. You know, I. 
But yeah, it's I mean, just, the fact she has two PhDs and 15 years of experience, like, but not a lick of common sense. Fluid, <laughs> but that's it. Yeah, you know. And so I kind of relate to that because I have some moments where I, I look back, I'm like, why the fuck did I do that? You know. And I, I tend to be very forward. Um, sometimes, I mean, there, yeah, there are times I try to like take the back seat a little bit and let. But then yeah. you know, it, it's it's like it ends up being like a struggle with me, like. Shh, I don't know what to do, you know. Yeah, so she's so good in that. I mean, I, like Olivia, she is just rip roaringly funny because she plays it so deadpan. Mm-hmm. Like she very rarely gets mad, very rarely, except for the one episode where her and Sam Worthington go at it. Yeah, that I was like, holy crap! That's our Olivia Munn from G Four yeah, attacking right. the show, mm-hmm. going toe to toe with a, a cultural icon. Yeah, wow. It was like, and I holding her own too. I was like. <laughs> Holy so crap. Good. Like, like the, the show goosebumps. is just so well written. And like for me, so I was never good at history, you know. I mean, well, let me refer. I'm good at history if I learn by going to a place. So like for me, it was great growing up because I grew up literally in the cradle of liberty, you know, where, you know, United States freedom was born. So I had the opportunity to go down and see the sites, and that's how I learned a lot of my history. But like sitting and learning from textbooks, I suck at. I've I've never been good with remembering dates or anything like that. So when I'm watching these people on the show, and again, I know it's you know it's a fictional show, but it yeah. is it does have some basis in reality. And um, the one thing I would be interested this is a little bit of a sidebar. The one thing I would be interested in is seeing how close to reality it really is so if anybody works in a newsroom or does you know like anything like well, like did you email me and let me know did it did the because i have the blu-rays mm-hmm. and it comes with the, the dvd that i let mm-hmm. borrowed you yeah did it have all the special features and stuff um it did i didn't watch them though okay because i was just trying to get through the episodes i didn't realize how long the episodes were yeah, like, it, like it, it felt well they, the, i mean for me anyway they kind of felt longer than sex in the city which was another hbo yeah well sex in the city's a half hour show half <clears> yeah. hour comedy this is, a, this is a dramedy so they usually tend to run like like close to an yeah. hour but yeah. he, it, it even felt longer than true blood though yeah well I, I, and, and maybe maybe because of the content because it might be what yeah. they did was they kind of take the show and they mm-hmm. kind of go it's in the past mm-hmm. All right. so it's like okay when 9-11 happened you know, I mean, it, it takes place. It starts, like, I think, twenty ten. It's yeah. yeah. No, no, no. It takes place. Um, yeah, because it's it's. But I, that's that's where it's set. The first season, yeah. twenty ten to twenty eleven, and all the top news articles of that year mm-hmm. are 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 kind of like pinpointed throughout the series, mm-hmm. and how they kind of what goes on in their lives, but then all of a sudden this thing It's happens. being affected by the other stuff, yeah. And it yeah. was interesting to see, like, I, I forget who was on. Somebody was on a, a, a morning radio show here in Philly that I listened to that's on the show, and I didn't really pay that much attention to it, but the one thing I did hear was the fact that because they base it for, right now four years in the past, they right. have that, that um, it, it's not like they're doing something right now and they're having to guess what's going to happen next. Right. They know what happened next. Yeah. So they can sort of... Uh, drive the show based on that and whether or not the characters are right or wrong. Right. They kind of use the the events Mm -hmm. and what they fully know to kind of paint like a a more of a heightened reality. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like the first episode has to deal with the uh, oil spill in the Gulf, which we knew a whole bunch about, but how they kind of worked it out was like, oh, that's pretty smart how they, like you kind of root for them as news group, but then there are moments of just pure funny fucking stuff oh my god when um jim 
like ran into the door because yes. Maggie shut it and it, twice. Like that had me roaring. Like there's enough. I like that there's enough of a, um, uh, like a, a, a comedic relief to to sort of not right. make it so like feel, end up feeling like it's almost like a recent history lesson. Right. Mm. So I think the comedy is really real good, and especially like when Maggie goes off or not Maggie. Well, Maggie too. Like Maggie does weird flailing yeah. things, but um, Mackenzie, when Mackenzie does like some of her rants and like crazy shit, like I I, I, I saw all of season two except for the final episode for some reason mm-hmm. I couldn't get it on demand. Okay, she goes a little crazier because something happens. In oh, season. okay. So like if, if you don't have HBO, do you? No. <laughs> Shout out. So you know, like, when, when season two comes out on Blu-ray, I will buy it and I'll let you Thank borrow the you. DVDs. You know what though? I like this so much. Chances are really good. I'm gonna go out and buy them for myself too. Oh. Ah. Uh, that's how much I liked it. You welcome really HBO. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I I really liked it. I finished it literally as I was getting ready to walk out the door to come to the show. Okay, so what does listener Phil have to say? Yes, right, listener so, Phil. Listener Phil. All right, let me pull up listener Phil's email real quick. I forgot about so Phil. listen. Phil. That's so long. That's man. why I'm capping the shit. That's right. <laughs> All right. So just to remind everybody, so we talked about um, we talked about Godzilla and X Men last week. Mm-hmm. Um, you loved Godzilla. You didn't see it. I didn't see it. Right. Um, X Men. You didn't really. Sean didn't really like it, but me and Ed did enjoy yeah, it. Right. Okay. So listener Phil. Um, that is now his official name. <laughs> his moniker. Okay. Listener <laughs> Phil. Just call him LP for short. All right. So now keep in mind. Phil is very, um, he's very scientific, so he bring his, uh, his review of the movie is less technical, it's more scientific and, and technology-based. All right. Okay, so, um, he said X-Men was pretty good, I liked it better than the last, it was done by the same director as did the first two and it showed. He was somewhat annoyed by some of the technology claims, uh, he, this is a quote, Plastic Sentinels in 1973, really, and why? Why would you devaluate your weapon system so much to deal with a single threat, in parentheses Magneto, uh, who at the time had been buried in an escape-proof cell for 10 years? You effectively made him more vulnerable to every other mutant and anyone else with a BB gun or better. All right. Okay. So these are his problems with Godzilla, and I haven't seen Godzilla, so if there's any spoilers in here, I'm going to apologize in advance, and maybe you don't want to listen for the next minute or so. You know what? We're We're past... Godzilla. Godzilla, I mean, what I'm saying, it's it's a big movie, oh, but yeah. it, it's a summer movie, so once the weekend's done, you either saw, Tough it, shit. You either saw it or you're doomed to faith, face the spoiler here or there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so he had several problems with Godzilla. He loves the Godzilla movies. He was raised on them in the 70s, uh, and he still subjects his son to watching them, cheesy bits and all. He cannot see the U.S. Navy escorting Godzilla to the mainland on, on a quote-unquote theory that he is restoring the balance and while footage uh and while the footage looked good the ships would never travel as close as they did to godzilla in the water right because of the it has to do with the the venturi principle um oh, he, big I, word. I told yeah. you hold on for a second hold on all right that was a 75 cent word eh? yeah okay we here at geeksters are he, dumb dumb it down He's scary smart. Scary <laughs> smart. Of, he's scary Mr. smart. Mr. Phil is scary smart. <laughs> okay, moving so close like that would create a force. He does. Wow. We have scary smart people who listen to our show. <laughs> they must want to dumb themselves down. That's why they, they want to listen to us. We're, 
You know or, or they want to feel or, better about themselves than those of us. They like, like laughing at the monkeys talking about science. <laughs> 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 Look at them. They got nerd news. They, uh, they, they think, think they're, they're smart. smart. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> okay, so moving so close like that would create a force that would drive the ships into Godzilla. Now, uh, not that you don't, not that you couldn't control it with the rudder, but you don't have to. Just move away. The U.S. Navy has to deal with this all the time when they're refueling at sea. Um, you have to have two or three ships over 500 feet long, moving in parallel courses around 120 feet from each other for extended periods of time over a surface. That is moving them up and down port and starboard. While the ships are working against their destruction because of the Venturi principle, you have between them high tension cables, communication lines, and fuel hoses. And this is him talking about them trying to refuel at sea. Um, On these platforms, you have the men who are tending the cables, moving the goods, and communicating the information through multiple layers of command. If it doesn't work perfectly, supplies could get drenched, men could be lost overboard, or in the worst case, ships crash. That and uh, missiles have a minimum range in order to acquire lock-on. So uh, you are down to five-inch guns, and we all know how well that works. And the nuke that was going to go off was so big that you were not going to get far enough away in 15 minutes, or was it five? Um, and either way, it, you all weren't right. going to get far enough away in a whale watch boat for it to matter, and he hated that all the good footage was at night. All right, now I'm going to... Listener Phil, thank you for your thing. But yes. All this scientific fact is blanketed under the fact you're watching a movie about a big giant fucking monster. <laughs> okay. So I appreciate the letters. I always keep Ryan. I, I thought his theories were very sound. Yeah, but yeah. Shut up. But no, no. I'm like, dude, you might want to tone it down a little bit because. It's a movie about a big giant lizard wrecking a city. But so, in his defense, though, sometimes I'm going to say it's not fucking real. Let the shit go. No, but I, let I, it I, go. I, let, let it go. go. Let Godzilla tear up the shit. <laughs> that doesn't rhyme. It doesn't have to. <laughs> Nothing rhymes in my fucking world. <laughs> but I mean, there there have been times where I've I've watched movies and I'm kind of like. You know, I end up questioning the physics of things. Like, I I know. And, I mean, we're going to get to this later, but even watching Maleficent, I was questioning whether her wings would be, would actually be sufficiently large enough to carry her weight. She's a fucking fairy. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I want to know. Those things were big. We we will get to. I'm just saying. Like I'm, I'm watching this. Ding, ding. <laughs> okay, let's, let's hold that off. All right. So uh, so anyway, there you go. All right. Thanks, listener Phil. Thanks. Keep running in. We appreciate all the. I like the fact that you make us seem dumb. <laughs> I, I like all... the fact he's bringing some science into pop culture. That makes me happy. Because I'm too stupid to do that myself. Oh, 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 all I got was. But that's the thing. I'm too. I, I I don't know. I know some science, but I don't know enough. Like I don't know the. She physics knows enough and, just to be dangerous. Exactly. Yes. And I don't know enough to to necessarily point out those plot holes. Like I might. Like if I was watching Godzilla and I saw that scene with you know the the ships, like I wouldn't have picked up. On I, that. I I, I saw it. I didn't think of it. I mean, yeah. If anything, but, it, it, you it, know, it would remind me of. To use a more modern technology, 
uh, in NASCAR. Mm-hmm. When you're driving really, really fast, mm-hmm. there's guys who come in behind you mm-hmm. and use this, the force of your use speed. Use the force. They they get, they kind of can ease up off of the gas. Use because, the force, Mario and Dretti. Because the momentum is helping them pull the car and it saves on fuel. Yeah. So I kind of looked at that scene as them just kind of riding Godzilla's wake. Kind of mm-hmm. go, let's just kick back. Let's relax. It's Godzilla was ours. Five hour nap, guys. Yeah. Um, so yeah, okay. I, to me, it, I go. It's a, sometimes I get like those like when we watch like Transformers or something like that. <laughs> how, how angry we were watching that? Just like Optimus Prime's a dick. <laughs> he let Chicago burn to the ground to prove a fucking point. You killed a hundred thousand people. The people you swore to protect. Just you know, yeah. That Megatron. I told you he was a dick. You didn't listen then. Now you're listening now, aren't you, bitches? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like you evil. And then today, because we saw my dad and I saw Maleficent, they had the trailer for the new Transformer movie, and all I kept going was, "Son of a bitch, I know I'm gonna fucking see that movie. It's fucking got Grimlock in it." Yeah. I'm like, I'm paying my money to go see Dinosaur Transformers. <laughs> I, we're gonna see it, aren't we? I you know, know, I'm sitting because I, I, I saw the same trailer and I leaned over to my cousin Sammy and I'm like, there's Optimus Prime riding a mechanical Tyrannosaurus Rex. How bad fucking ass is Your that? argument is invalid. Yeah. <laughs> like, the only thing more I in- saw that and I'm like, fuck, I'll the, probably oh, see that. The only thing more invalid is if Batman came riding in on a fucking Pegasus unicorn. <laughs> that would be so amazing. Here's Batman. Take my money. Here's Batman riding a great white shark wielding a lightsaber. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> He's got shark repellent. He's riding it. Yeah, that's right. Just, he won't get that, rid of it that, that giant great white shark's Batman's bitch. <laughs> All right. So, uh, how about Batman's riding Superman? That's a totally different movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the porn parody. <laughs> <laughs> Going the way back here. Would have to be the Christian Bale Batman though. <laughs> Why do you think his throat hurts? <laughs> All right, so um, you know, let's get into the show. Okay, let's get to the top five movies of the weekend. Number five was Blended. It I is. can't believe it hit that number. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. It made $8.4 million over the weekend and a total of 296 overall. Congratulations. You broke top five, dude. Well, it was number three last week, so. Oh. Oh, see, well, I completely... Okay, but it broke top five for two weeks. Yeah. So, well, I'm, yeah, I'm actually... Congratulations, going... it's still, Adam it's still, Sandler. It's a sad because it's still under budget. It was forty a $40 million budget, so it's... Uh... And what is that total? It was twenty nine. Oh, okay. So there you, you go. Get back on DVDs. Uh, let's see. I want to. I want to check to see something because one thing we never really do is um, the ratings. Kind of like I go by Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Um, Blended has a fourteen percent viewer approval rating. Ooh. Wow. Ouch. It's, you know what? You know, honestly, it's I think better than Vampire Academy that we saw. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, we tried watching that, and I say try because. Uh, well, first we started watching I Frankenstein, which we watched through the I, whole- I Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> I Frankenstein. We watched that uh-huh. great movie. Only problem is, if him and I saw it in the theaters, we would have got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> because 
There's a book. There's a there's a manual of like how he you know, how I did it. How I did it. So that whole time, every time we saw the book, that's when we were start laughing because either one of us would say How I did it by Victor von Frankenstein. Because young Frankenstein, yeah. like How I did it by Victor von Frankenstein. Every time we saw that book, didn't matter when we saw it in the movie. An hour later, How I did it. By... <laughs> Right, I can just see a whole audience. Get the fuck out! <laughs> Shut up! Uh, this is I, Frankenstein, not young Frankenstein. That's Frankenstein. Get the fuck out! And the I, we found that it stands for Igor. It's <laughs> Igor Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, and we saw. Yeah, and then we tried watching Vampire Academy, and holy crap, what a piece of shit that movie is! I had so many because we were like, we we're like, what do we see next? Well, let's go with the whole horror theme. Let's go with that. Oh, it was a horror show, all right. <laughs> I mean, just think, last week, when we, last week's show, I was like, oh, Teenage Vampire Ghost, we lots of fun. Yay. Holy crap. It was written by the guy who wrote Mean Girls and directed by the guy who directed Heathers. Or no, it was the other way around. Yeah. The director of Mean Girls, writer of Heathers. So I, he was like, I'm in. I'm like, I love both those movies. Yeah. It should be fucking great. I had no idea the two of them would cancel each other out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you bring on too good of a cast. I was or like, too good of a. I was like, <laughs> that was no, not no, a good, good, good cast. cast. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Ooh, that yeah. was a slip of the tongue. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oof. I'm telling you right now. I, okay, I'm gonna put it out there. Any of those Geeksters fans that liked Vampire Academy, please let us know. Yeah. Because I don't even tell think, us why. Because it's basically a tw- it's young girl novel. Mm-hmm. You know, a la Twilight. Yeah. They made a couple Twilight jokes, which I thought were funny. Yeah. yeah. Um. Hunger Games vein, but I can't, I can't see teenage girls being at all into this movie. No, no. It was just like, because I like to get into the teenage girl mindset every once in a while. I braid my hair, I paint my nails. I, I, what you doing, girl stuff? I go, isn't he dreamy? You know. <laughs> but, oh my god, it was. It, I actually told Ed we had to stop it. I, I had a, I had to, I had to pull the plug. Yes. <laughs> Wow. Oh, thank God. So, yeah, so Blended got a 14, and it's number five. Ugh. All right, so what's next? <laughs> number four was the number two movie. It was Godzilla, made $12.2 million over the weekend, and well, I'm sorry, $174.6 million over the total. Which was a 73% in Rotten Tomatoes. There you go. That's so that, that's, that means it's a um, fresh viewing. Anything over 50% usually is the fresh recommended kind of. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go see it. But this was, uh, yeah, so, yeah, um, I say go see it. All right. Number three was a new release, A Million Ways to Die in the West, made $17 million over the weekend. Nice. That uh, guy say he's got a 33% rating. Oh, oh. no, no. But, but, no, I, but I, I want to see that. But, I okay, I, like, I, I look at that as kind of like a barometer, because what it is, it's, it's critics. Yeah. Making they take all the criticism and then they kind of compile it into one mm-hmm. thing and then fans get to see it and then yeah. that where it adjusts. I think if you're a fan of Family Guy, Ted, I think you're yeah. gonna find this movie funny. Where a critic is gonna go, oh, it's just a crude comedy. So what? Sometimes you I like a say, crude comedy. I would say Neighbors is kind of a smart crude comedy and that got seventy three percent. Yeah, there you go. So what was number two? Number two was X Men: Days of Future Past. It made thirty two point six million over the weekend and one hundred and sixty two overall. And it got a ninety two percent on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Wow! All right, so that's par- better than I expected. Uh, par- well, it was critically 
liked. Yeah. Uh, as a fan, eh, yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I mean... Everybody I, I know who's seen it, who has seen the movie, has said the exact same thing where it wasn't their favorite. Yeah. But it was a palate cleanser. Yeah, I felt like, okay, I'm required to see this by law because I collect comic books and yeah. I like comic book movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if I didn't, someone would go... Oh, you missed your geek card. Yoink! <laughs> yeah. Um, and what was the number one movie? The number one movie, which I don't think is a surprise to either of you, Melissa, Maleficent made $70 million over the weekend. Huzzah! How much did it cost to make? It does not say on this website. I on will find website. out. Let me have... things! <laughs> That's what we have her for. She was probably shopping. I was. <laughs> See? Yeah. You gotta um, find a uh, thermos to match. Her here we go. Bag. Okay, we're gonna put a, like lock codes on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, locker from Amazon. <laughs> budget. Uh, the budget uh, is estimated uh, at. Uh, 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 how much did it make? Seventy million. I'm gonna say the movie. I'm gonna say. Ooh, I want to say a hundred and thirty-eight million dollars to make. Honors, hundred and fifty. You're both in the range. They don't have actual budget. Uh, right. totals post it um but uh those sites are posting between 130 and 200 million with most sites saying around 180 yeah all right, all right. so i look i good. was the closest not going over okay so you're next up and the price is right you want this new car <laughs> Dude. you in these earrings <laughs> All right, so um, I, Erica and I saw it, not together. I went today uh, with my dad. We yep. saw it in 3D. Uh, when did you see it? I saw it last night, and I saw it in 3D as well. And I even went before the, the, oh, th- the yeah, thing. I went shirt. to Disney and bought myself a Maleficent shirt. Oh, so Disney yeah. Disney yeah. got me to open my wallet twice. All right. Wow. Fucking whore for them. Hey, look, she said it. Uh, uh, her words. As I'm handing her over, words. As I'm handing over my credit card in the Disney store, I'm like, oh, God. How much does your shirt cost? 40 bucks. Wow. So I'm going to be wearing this. Dazzling like, come with it? <laughs> Should have. I mean, it's a nice shirt. It's, it is a nice shirt. No, it is a nice shirt. I can post a picture of it to Facebook. It's got glittery stuff. Yeah, it has it's like got, some like, rhinestones. Profile. It's like a tunic top, and it's yeah. it's more the Angelina Jolie Profile. Profile, yeah. It's nice. I mean, my friend got one, too, so, you know. So you look like twins going to see this movie? Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> she's been, she's been my best friend again, for, I, like, again, I, I have to say this again. Nerd. I just want to say, <laughs> welcome to the uh, world of cosplaying to go see a movie. You basically wore... A Jedi oh, I've done outfit that to Star Wars. I've yes. done that before. <laughs> last, last year when um, Into Darkness came out, I went to see a midnight screening and I went dressed in, I have a poofy Star Trek skirt that I made. I went dressed as a medical officer. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually. A nerd. I know. I showed up God. and I'm, I'm looking around going, why isn't everybody else dressed up? <laughs> what a geek. Yeah. Hey, I'm not ashamed of it. God. I mean, that's the best part. <laughs> oh. There's no shame in it. Yeah. There's no no shame yeah. in it, but I'm telling you right now, when I'm there, I just kind of go, I just shake my head and go, 
Please tell me that chick you're standing next to is your girlfriend. <laughs> like, please tell me at the end of this you're getting laid because that we always the... we always think we should just get lawn chairs and sit in the front of the movie theater and watch people walk in and just like make fun of them as they walk in. Yeah. Like, hey, like Stellar Warder. Hey, you get laid with that shield? <laughs> I do actually. Ah, good for you, kid. <laughs> All right. So, what did you think of the movie? Uh, hang on, I got notes. Uh, I, actually, notes. I wrote down notes because I didn't want to forget anything. <laughs> Again, nerd. Shut up. <laughs> Did she probably, she probably was writing them in the theater. No, thankful. I was not that bad. I I waited till dinner afterwards. Yeah, um, okay. Right. I'm sitting right. at the dinner table. Yeah, and... Her horns were pointy. <laughs> what was that? So, sh- Her lips were full. <laughs> she has pretty eyes um okay so oh. i love the movie like i i loved it i thought it was very well done the costuming was just, like the detail in the costuming was just unbelievable and i was looking at it partially because i saw an article the day before on different things that you might not know about the production of maleficent mm-hmm. and they were talking about the 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 horns that she wore and and just the costuming choices that they made so i was kind of as i was watching the film i'm looking at some of the details and i thought that the details and i would i would expect nothing less from disney right um but they were just so beautifully done one of the things i did notice i thought was really interesting was that her uh the pupils in her eyes never seemed to change size regardless of how bright or dark it was and i kind of feel like they probably did that on purpose um I and I don't. Uh, I'm shrugging. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I I mean, because they very easily could have. She was probably wearing contacts. They probably, you know, and when when you wear those contacts, you're, you know, it. it well, yeah, it's just it's sort couple, of fixed. a couple times they did the effect where her eyes changed colors. Well, yeah. So that maybe her eyes were that color. They probably digitalized mm-hmm. rather than wearing. Contact oh yeah, lenses. I'm sure they sweeten the color a little. Um, but at the same time, if they really wanted to be totally accurate, they could have changed the size of her her pupils. But they didn't, so I'm, I'm... Okay, again... I know. Fairy race, how do you know that their eyes work well, like our eyes? And that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm figuring at this point it's probably a conscious choice for them not to change that. Um, I like the way that they sort of approached it as... And I, I don't know if anybody else picked up on this, but they approached it almost as if we were being, you know, read to from a, a fairy tale. We're being um, watched. <laughs> Well, I, I like that that there was a, sorry a lot of narrative going on um, with it, and it was more like we were being read a story than you know, and this is what we would be imagining as opposed to you know uh. it just going right into the movie. So I think that that was really um, well done. Now the one thing, um, and and I will attempt not to put any spoilers out there, but the one thing I I do kind of wonder about is the fact that they didn't necessarily go with the traditional not not traditional like brothers grimm story but the traditional disney story they went in a a little bit of a different direction with it so i'm kind of wondering if uh purists are going to be up in arms about that okay well first i want to say if they're gonna be if they're gonna be purists then they need to go read the brother grimm's version oh yeah where she was woken uh, by labor pains right so let's let's put that aside for a moment I, that's why I'm saying Disney purists, not I, like I, you know what. If people are going to bitch about something like that, then they need to get a fucking life. <laughs> uh, seriously, because yeah. to me it was a great movie, and it kind of it, it kind of retold the story a little mm-hmm. bit. 
But it was almost from, like, have you ever seen Lion King one and a half? Mm Mm-hmm. How that story plays out. Ed, stop looking at my screen. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm now closing that. So you can't watch. Don't look at the porn while I'm looking at it. You know? It, it was one Sean of doesn't things. share his porn. Stop it's, it. It's one of those things where you feel like... I want to get more gray about it. You feel like... I'm trying... You said you want to see this movie. I'm trying to tell you yeah, about it. I'm listening. No, you're not. You're busy looking. <laughs> I'm talking. I can listen. I don't want to have to look at you. Yeah, sure. I'm going to ask your wife if you could do two things at once. Uh, I'm probably not. No, it's a definite no. Yeah. <laughs> Because then everyone, everyone smiles. Well, I'm sorry. What were you saying? I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See, honey, it's not just you. It made you feel like there was more to the story than mm-hmm. just what you were told. What we were told as a kid through the cartoon version. Right. Yeah. You know, like how more prevalent Maleficent was in the story rather than just being a foil. Mm-hmm. It really kind of, and it worked. I was like, I can fucking buy that. Mm. Now, um, a couple of things I, I, I particularly liked the the image, imagery was great. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a scene where Prince Charming meets Aurora for the first time. I swear that was word for word, shot for shot from the cartoon. Oh, like if hmm. if, if you did a side by side comparison about the words that she said mm-hmm. on screen versus the words that came out of the words that coming out of Aurora's mouth <laughs> in the cartoon, it it felt. Like it was, it, I mean, it, I could be completely wrong, but it felt word for word because she was by the tree. She was talking to herself. Mm-hmm. You know, the stuff that she was going to say to her, her, you know, everyone kind of knows this, the tale of Sleeping Beauty, right. the Disney version. Yeah. Where she's getting ready to tell her three, the th- three women that are raising her, the, the fairies, who she thinks have been, you know, not fairies, um, that she wants to go out on her own. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of, there's a twist to that a little bit, but you don't, since you don't, in the cartoon, all you do is you see her talking by the tree, talking to herself. Mm-hmm. So when Philip shows up, it's like this whole like, oh, this, but it seemed, it felt like shot for shot. They just took the animation version and went, we're going to recreate this live with two actors, mm-hmm. word for word, shot for shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just felt like that. Um, Angelina, I don't, she, I don't, I gotta be honest, I would love to know a word count. From that, it was movie was like an hour and thirty seven minutes. Yeah. I would love to know a word count of how many times, how many words she had in her entire script. Yeah, because she, she didn't say a lot, mm-hmm. but boy, she acted the fuck out of that movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were just I mean, okay, yes, slightly slanted because I love Angelina, mm-hmm. but even if I wasn't a fan, she fucking nailed she it. There was there really was well. little looks, little comments that made you go, oh my god, she brought this cartoon animated feature Mm -hmm. character to life. Mm -hmm. Like I could never again, look at Maleficent without thinking Angelina Jolie now, Mm. you know, I mean, you know, like my dad went, went out, um, my sister, my dad went out not too long ago and Disney was doing a line of dolls Mm -hmm. and they had, uh, did they have the Maleficent doll there? Um, at the Disney store, they had, no, they were sold out. Probably, um, and because... they were going to be getting more in. Now they did have some when I went to Barnes and Noble, but they weren't as well done as like the official. Yeah, get... Like I, I forget what company the reason, made them. The reason but... what I'm saying is because we have the official Maleficent mm-hmm. and looks exactly like Angelina Jolie. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. looked. We actually looked up online because the one that they had in Barnes and Noble, we're looking at going. It doesn't look like either of the actors. Yeah, like because they had Maleficent and then they had um, Aurora. 
and neither of them looked anything like I don't I can't remember if it was a Barbie one or it was something. It was probably but probably Barbie. Well, they did a Barbie line too, like yeah. a long, long, long. Time but it ago. it didn't look anything like her. And that, but then they also had you know those vinyl dolls that they sell now with the really big heads. Yeah. Um, they had two of them from Maleficent. One was the original one from the cartoon movie, and then one was an Angelina Jolie one. I think the makeup looked really, really good. I mean, I mm-hmm. wasn't sure about the high cheek, the the, the pointy cheek. I actually found out why they put that in there. Um, well, I, I, you know, what? I'll be honest. While I'm watching the movie, I was actually visualizing the cartoon animated version, mm-hmm. and the animated version did have more of a pointier face. Yeah. So I think that by pushing out her cheekbones, gave her the feature of more of, an, of a triangular mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, thing. Th- I mean that's that's part of it. And what inspired them to decide to do that was. They saw um, there was a video that Lady Gaga came out with um, and she had the prosthetic cheekbones in and Angelina Jolie saw them and really liked the effect for the, the right. creating that shape of her face. So that's why it got put in there. You know, but it looked and the story of Maleficent, the character, mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, you know what? This is a really good reimagining of a classic tale told from a different perspective and a perspective that you can almost buy better than the product it came from. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there was a lot more like the whole, again, I mean, I'm going to say this, be people bitch about, you know, women's role in movies. The guys in Disney movies are fucking morons. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Disney is just as bad with male characters as the rest of Hollywood can be with female characters because the prince he was, he was a, a doofus. He was non-existent in this movie. Yeah, you know um, the guy who played the king. I love him because he's he was um, Mad Dog from the eighteen movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, he's also District Nine. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. also the bad guy in Elysium. And that was I did feel that they, as far as like being a female watcher, you know, female watching this movie, I did feel that it was very good at um, it, it had a really good moral. As far as like, you know, relationships and, you know, like making sure you don't do anything that you're going to regret. Right. You know, and and so I I think that the message was, um, it it was appropriate um, and timely. As, yeah. as far as like, you know, the moral of the, of the, of the story. And I, I, you know, I, I mean, I take away. It took away from it just because you know I've I've been in so many relationships and you know now granted I never had wings clipped off but when is spoil a movie they know it's in They're the like, trailer yeah, they do yeah all right I don't know I didn't watch many trailers <laughs> but I didn't say who did it that's a good point so anyway um <laughs> that's right yeah you see her with the wings and you know, yeah all right yeah, yeah. okay oh let's I'll allow it <laughs> but, so it was really um you know I I've you know, like I said, being having gone through like really bad breakups, like for me, that was really. Um, See, I it, completely it was, it was didn't even look at it from that aspect. I, I, I well, guess. that's what I find fascinating is I'm getting two different reviews. I mean, you both liked it, obviously. Yes, but you're just getting two different perspectives. She's it's I, so fascinating. She's falling, um, and again, neither one's right or wrong. Right, you're, you're taking it from the feminine role mm-hmm. as a child who grew up on those stories. Yeah, and I and... grew up, you know, I grew up with Sleeping Beauty. I watched it all the time with my grandmother, right. you know, but it was sort of like the moral of the story is you need a prince to come and save you. Right. So, you know, I, I kind of feel it's a nice balance to... Well, yeah, but I mean... To, to see... Yeah, I guess. Good, strong, you know, and, and the, that was one of the big problems I always had with Disney films is it's, it's always sort of felt like 
the you know the the whole point of it was you know oh if you have a prince who will fall in love and and come rescue you you know you're gonna live happily ever after and when I was a kid that was great you know like yeah, it was entertaining but, the, but, but yeah, then but as that I got seed older gets planted to you as an adult and you look for that and adult you want your prince charming to come in and rescue you exactly and but, I think it's, and it started with Frozen like that whole idea of. You don't not, you don't need a prince charming like yeah but I think like a movie like Frozen is is being shown from a different perspective mm-hmm. it's being shown as a story of two sisters it's got nothing the guy is no but almost... that, that's that's exactly my point because they didn't go down that whole like oh you know prince will come and rescue you and it'll be happily ever after you know well yeah but I mean then you turn around and you go what was the last movie they had before that Brave Brave where that was Pixar completely different okay. I'm talking Disney. Pixar's Pixar is is smart enough to kind of not fall for those tropes. They kind of do movies mm-hmm. that kind of are are geared differently. I'm talking like like a traditional Disney movie. Princess um, and the Frog. Okay. Um, I can't talk. So I haven't seen yeah, that one. Have I. Or actually, Good movie. before that, Wreck It Ralph. It's actually that's Pixar. No. No, Pix- uh, no Rick uh-huh. Ralph was a Disney film. Was it? Yeah, it was, it was the- a great Disney film. Yeah, it wasn't Pixar. I thought it was Pixar. Nope. Great effects. Oh, it was great, but it was, yeah. it was it was a Disney. It was because the whole thing. Yeah, is, it is Disney. Because the the girls became a Disney princess at the end. Sarah Silverman's character. She was a princess. Oh really? Hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Prince- yeah. Like, yeah, Princess Cupcake. Cupcake. Yeah. Yeah. So now she's a technically a Disney princess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, just just coming at it from, you know, the, the, you know, female growing up with the traditional Disney, you know, sort of formula for happy ending and everything. It it was very refreshing to see a movie about, you know, being able to take care of yourself and not, you know, jumping into making crazy rash decisions. Well, yeah, but I'm going to say that too, but like a movie like, like, I always think too that Disney gives false hope to... Girls, when it comes to the guys, like okay, I like to use um, um, Aladdin as an example. He's a liar and a thief. Yeah, to get to win the girl, Mm -hmm. and she falls in love with him. Mm -hmm. So, how is that kind of a positive message to any girl? Go fall in love with a a thief and a liar, and he'll change him, and she'll change you. You can change him. Love will make everything okay. That has always been our Little Mermaid. I am going to change myself. To, for the happiness of another man, mm-hmm. like okay. now part of it, part of it too. Beauty and the Beast. I mean, for, yes. for like and here's an the thing: abusive ang- and great. They're all great I stories. I love Beauty and the Beast. I love Beauty and the Beast. But you know, when I was a kid, you know, I just I watched them and I I ate them you up. Absorb but them. now, you know, I'm a 32 year old woman with more failed relationships than I'd like to I acknowledge. We and- should sue Disney. We should sue Disney for me being single. No, but it's it's <laughs> well, for giving you an unrealistic view. Giving you an unrealistic view. That'd be a huge of... lawsuit because then all, all these women would be like, "I was too." Screw that! I'm not going to jump on going. Yeah, I'm a nice guy. You know how many times I've been screwed over <laughs> because I'm... women are looking for the damaged men. Right? They all want it, or they try to change me to their image, and I do it because. I love The Little Mermaid, too. Yeah. So if it works for chicks, why can't it work for guys? Or, God forbid, the women, you know, and, and this is this is my whole thing. So the women change themselves, like, a la Little Mermaid, you know, right. to, to... And my whole thing is, why are we changing? <laughs> like, that's we don't the, need to. That, that's the Disney machine. It's, yeah. it's that fairy tale stories that we've been told as a kid. Now, I don't... 
want to point the finger directly at Disney. No, and that's the thing. Like, I don't blame culprit. I don't want to yeah. blame the mouse. Blame <laughs> the mouse. I think part of you know part of it is that whole because I I think when you start blaming you know like and anybody who would blame Disney for them having unrealistic uh, relationship expectations uh, that's, that's, that's dangerous. Argument. That's a fair argument though. It, it, they I, they I, may, I, but the problem is, is it you if know? If I was it, on a jury, I'd be like. It could also fall under that whole category of, well, you know, heavy ma- heavy metal makes you a Satanist or something like that. Like, I think oh. you need to be really careful Ooh. with that because, you know, you're blaming media. You're, or, you know, you're blaming movies and music and whatever. And I'm not saying that, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I feel like you need to re- remember to consider the source. Okay, so the source is coming, fr- you know, it's it's coming from a multi-billion dollar international conglomerate whose sole purpose in life other than to make money is to give people you know make happiness they manufacture happiness Mm -hmm. you know so that for an hour and a half you know 15 dollars in an hour and a half you can get you can just remove yourself from reality the thing unless it's godzilla listen to phil i'm looking at you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I think that just, I, throw, I mean I think the I think the counter just went down. I, 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 I throw a joke in there. <laughs> but I think that the what people always need to remember and you know teach their kids too. Like my mom always tried to you know she my mom let me go off and do whatever I wanted you know or not whatever but you know as far as like fantasy like but make sure that it's balanced with a firm grounding in reality and know that guess what true love doesn't always conquer all and you know you you don't always get your happy prince at the end like understand that sometimes real life sucks i've seen that for your life sucks get a helmet okay you were you you've been raising your hand like you went to jump in there about something (laughs) sorry i've had a lot of saying i mean i'm I'm, i mean of course you did mention a couple of the more recent films of disney with aladdin and beauty of the beast but you got some of the movies you got to think of when they were made too i mean like snow white and and uh uh, like 30s and 34, yeah. 30s and 40s, and also uh, uh, Sleeping Beauty, they were yeah. older movies. So those yeah. times, that's what those kind of things. Yeah. There's that, that general love story. Mm-hmm. Now, like like with Princess the Frog, I mean, it's really more of a duality movie in terms of it's two kids when they're listening to the listening fairy tales, and one is a white, it's just like in New Orleans, one's like a white, like rich family. Mm-hmm. And the girl, the other girl who's the... The, uh, the princess. Poor. The, right. But she's, <laughs> so her mother makes dresses for the kid. So she mm-hmm. makes all these princess dresses, but the, 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 the black girl, she works hard. She's going to open a restaurant because that was her dream with her father. And of mm-hmm. course her father passes right. away. Right. Of course. Was, you know, as he gets older. Because it's a Disney movie. You can't be a princess without a dead parent. Yeah. Right. And same with Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, well, so you, you get to be one of two things when you grow up. If one of your parents dies, Batman, Batman or Disney princess. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But the, the the point is, is that like they're they're trying to change a lot of the stories now. I mean, like, granted, it's it's now that the 2010s that they're doing this, you know, like you know, in the later 2000s that they're doing this. But they're they're trying to turn that around. Tiana, that was the princess's Princess Tiana, name. I yes. just looked it up. And like she she was she opened the restaurant. Like that was her goal, and she worked hard, and mm-hmm. she got it. And that's the, that was like the whole point. I mean, she did find like a love interest. It was a prince, but he had no money. Right. Well, you know, yeah, but see, but again, it's still like I, I mean, I've, I haven't seen it. Yeah. But by the plot alone, yeah, sure, she's a strong female character, but can't do anything without her man. No. Like, no, what no, I'm no, saying, no, no, that's what I'm thing. saying is he's got to be 
he has to fall into a certain type. He he couldn't be rich. He couldn't be just an average guy. Well, he, his family is rich. It's just that he was cut off because he was a partier. Well, he what was I'm saying that goofy is, character uh, that you're like the parents are like, look, you got to like fly right, or you know, you're going to be cut off. Right. So instead, the, the picture is you can be a successful woman as long as you got a bum for a boyfriend. Okay. I, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, there's there's never been mm-hmm. a Frozen probably be the closest it comes to an actual equal as far because it's their sisters. Yeah. Right. Where it's about family values and family morals. Mm-hmm. Where I feel like a lot of the Disney movies have always been more, you know what, you can't have life without this. You can't, there's no, like, I mean, yeah, sure, Snow. I mean, they're fairy tales. So they're supposed to be, you know, most of the morals of the stories is no matter what kind of a life you have, how hard or how good it is, you're, we're all entitled to have a happy ending. Mm-hmm. And our happy ending is what we choose to make out mm-hmm. of it. You know, so regardless of whether you're being spoon fed, you know, you have to be a princess, you have to be a princess. Like this movie didn't really touch on that at all. It actually felt like without spoiling it, there was a major twist in this movie that I went, holy shit, that fucking works. Mm-hmm. And I walked out going, that is brilliant. Yep. I, and, and I, I and, walked out saying the same thing. And I'll be honest, that scene... Niagara Falls, Frankie. I was crying. Wow. It's probably the same same yeah. scene that I did. Because there were two scenes that I ended up But well, we could talk about that during break. Yeah, but the, I mean, it was so good. Like, I... It was Niagara Falls, I Frankie. openly <laughs> wept in the theater. I, and I wasn't the only one. Yeah, there was this one moment where I'm just like, holy crap. And then when the, the twist happened, I was like, holy shit, that fucking works. Like, I mm-hmm. was blown away. I was like... Holy crap. I didn't see that one coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of saw it coming as the moment was happening on the yeah. screen. But then when it happened, I was just like, I, I buy it. Completely buy it. I'm, I'm now sold as Maleficent being a retelling of a classic tale mm-hmm. and making it better. Yeah. Okay. You know, that's how, that's my official, my official stance on the movie. I would, I would have, if we weren't doing a show, I gladly would have, would go see this movie again right now. Me too. Cool. Yeah. Me too. Now, I, and, okay, I, I haven't even mm-hmm. talked about my huge fucking crush on Angelina Jolie this whole time. Every time she went on mm-hmm. screen, my my pulse was racing because mm. she was so fucking. Sexy. Is it just me or did she look left. taller with the horns? She, no, 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 no. But not even with the horns. Like she I just think it looked was the dress because pro- she, I mean it probably when was. She's but... wearing that that traditional iconic black dress with mm. the flare. Oh, she came walking and that when she's blessed, you know, doing the whole hey, you know, 16th birthday, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. All I kept looking at is, God, I want to grab those fucking horns and just fuck the shit out of her. <laughs> 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 I mean, she looked sexy, mm-hmm. especially when she was pissed off. She was funny, too. Yeah. There was a couple of lines where I was yeah. just like, oh, my God. And she played it so low key on a lot of stuff. Like, she just kind of. It looked like it was a chick who really, really enjoyed playing the bad guy. Yeah. Right. Like, she just she had complete tons of fun yeah. with it. Good. But like I said, she didn't say, she didn't have a lot of speaking parts in the movie. No, and, I, and that's why I was like, because they did approach it from, you know, almost almost like a grandmother telling her grandkids a story, you know, a fairy story. Like, it, I, I kind of liked that they didn't have a whole lot of dialogue with any of the characters. I felt they didn't, they didn't really have that much dialogue. Mm. Um, I, re, I, I think it ended up working really well. 
Yeah, I definitely would. I would highly recommend. And when that comes out on DVD, that weekend, I I will get it. It's one of those movies where I'm glad I own a 3D TV. I (laughs) hardly use it. You know what, though? I didn't necessarily feel it. We're going to talk about that. It it looked nice, but I don't know that it, for me, added that much. See, like for me, I think it was the perfect, because like I said, I've always, we've talked Mm -hmm. about this before. The real 3D that we saw it in, I thought worked better. See, and I just saw regular 3D. So well, that's, well, yeah, but what I'm saying is when you look at you, when you got the glasses, was mm-hmm. it, is it in the plastic wrapper? Yeah. Yeah, then it, with the blue on it, that's real 3D. Uh, No. Okay. No. Well, when you took your glasses off, it was blurry, right? Yeah. It's real. That's oh, real, that is the real that's D. Real, okay. real 3D. That's that's the name of the Oh, okay, the, the real D 3D. There's like Disney 3D, there's yeah. IMAX 3D, and there's a real... Okay, real, then that is the one I saw. Yeah, because that's... Yeah. Um, my TV that I have in the house can actually use those glasses for the 3D. Oh, cool. For, it was by LG. Highly recommended. What are you nice. chuckling at? You'll, you'll Let me guess. You're looking at the time, aren't no, you? No, no. Oh, okay. No, no. Oh, right. I'm just thinking it would be a modern, modern uh, American pie thing. Your dad comes in. You're at the TV. Oh. <laughs> nah, you he glues horns to the side <laughs> of the TV. <laughs> to the top. <laughs> just like reality. <laughs> He puts the horns on the top and the flashlight on the bottom. <laughs> yeah, it was so <laughs> such a good movie. Um, but yeah, but so I can I could have actually taken those we actually have in the past, taken those glasses mm-hmm. home and used because our TV can up curve convert two D into three D okay. using that technology, so yeah. we could just wear the glasses. But to me, it was there wasn't a lot of action mm-hmm. to really kind of you could there was a lot of establishing visual shots that were wide open yeah. to kind of give you that huge fucking scope. Yeah. When she's flying in her wings, you like a couple times she's zipping through stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just going, whoa, like, cause me being afraid of heights, you know, yeah. it's like yeah. that whole, wow, this is great. Woo. You know, there was no like, well, house of wax with the ball popping out. You pop, 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 pop. There was no cheap gimmicks. It felt like it just added yeah. depth. Like when she's doing that, all I, all I was really looking forward to is that big speech where, She's in the black gown. The green smoke's coming out. Yeah. When that's in 3D, you just kind of go, wow. That's just... Because it didn't need anything else. Just the depth made you feel like you were part of the room. Yeah. And like it was actually like right there. It was phenomenal. All right. All right. Sounds like we got two glowing recommendations to see Maleficent to now playing in theaters. Go check it out. And I think we should take a break now. Come back. Do the uh, Light, the Universe, and Everything with Erica and some releases of the week. And your review. All right. All right. We'll be back. Hi, everybody. We're, We're back. back. <laughs> so that was part one. Maleficent. Angelina Jolie. Yeah. <laughs> Sexy. Sexy. Now, what if you saw in that movie if Angelina Jolie wasn't in it? Probably not. Okay. I fully, wholeheartedly, 100% say no, I would not. I had no interest in seeing that movie until she was signed on. Okay. I mean, and I'm just saying not because, I mean, my love for Angelina Jolie is worldwidely known now. <laughs> you know, sooner or later, she's, I'm going to get a letter. Season desist. <laughs> Stop talking about me. Sign Angelina. But dude! <laughs> does this count as stalkery? Because it was kind of like a preemptive, you know, strike on her part. <laughs> we got fan mail. Woo! From a star. Woo, yeah. Who knew Angelina Jolie was a fan? <laughs> Brad probably hit her up to it. <laughs> like, hey, baby, you know, these guys are talking about you. That guy, Sean, he's pretty funny. 
said a lot of nice things about you. You might want to listen. But <laughs> <laughs> she's creeped out. He did, you know, I thought those things with those horns were inappropriate. <laughs> oh, baby, come on. <laughs> You've done worse. <laughs> You've done worse. I'm talking about on film. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I see, but like I said, if it was anybody else but her, I probably wouldn't have been as interested in seeing it. Okay. Because I do like her as an actress, and it is kind of not really an action movie. I mean, there's right. some action in it, but it, it her playing kind of like the evil role. Right. And I say evil role because it's questionable, because depending on how you look at it, the movie, Maleficent is the bad guy from Cinderella, but the movie didn't really paint that entire picture. Ah. It made her kind of... Made it questionable. Well, I was going to say, I can tell you, that you felt sympathetic towards her. Oh, okay. Which made her story more engaging. Hmm. You know, and that, like I said, it felt like, it felt like when you watch like Lion King one and a half, mm-hmm. where you have Timon and Pumbaa talking about, they're basically watching Lion King and go, no, 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 this is what really happened. Yeah. It's kind of like that kind of a story. Okay. Where you kind of go, what you know you know, but that's not the truth. This is the truth. Yeah. And you're kind of like walking out going, I can buy that. I, that, you know, but if it was like Kate Beckinsale, I wouldn't be interested. If it was a Cameron Diaz, I wouldn't be interested. I mean, Angelina has that presence. Because mm-hmm. like I said, there's just moments where she's not talking, but she'll give a look. Like she'll squint her eyes and you can just go, she looks annoyed because she's annoyed. Like, right. It, it just she was perfect for the role. Like you couldn't. I don't think. What if it was another famous actress you like, like Mila Jovovich? She couldn't have pulled it off. Okay. I, I think Angelina has to me that perfect combination of sexiness, mm-hmm. softness, and toughness. Okay. Like and that kind of like where the role I think like Mila I love because she's an ass kicker. Michelle Rodriguez I love her. Mm-hmm. You no, know, but she couldn't. There they don't have like Angelina can pull off royalty. Okay. Like, she can pull off looking and acting like a queen. Yeah. Where I don't think Mila can or, you know, Michelle Rodriguez can. Not Nothing to say that they're bad actresses. They're it's just, Not you know, that type of role for that. Yeah, like, this This seemed almost too perfect of a role for her. I it mean, was, like, it, much tailored to her. Almost, yeah. yeah. Like, like there was a lot of, like, you know, I personally chuckled whenever, like, how prevalent Maleficent was in... Th- uh, Sleeping Beauty's Aurora's life Mm -hmm. from behind the scenes Mm -hmm. and there's a couple interactions when Aurora's a kid with Maleficent Mm -hmm. and the disdain that Maleficent has towards her you know the kid is kind of like especially when she's a baby she kind of picks up and she's like like kind of looking at her like ugh like I can't I don't want to she's almost disgusted by touching her and it's funny because I'm going Angelina Jolie, the woman who pretty much has adopted every kid in the world at one point in time, you know, is sitting there acting like she doesn't like kids. Right. You know, so it's it, to me, that's cute. Yeah. Like, I don't think that any other actress could have pulled that off because they don't have the history that Angelina Jolie has, I think, outside of the role. Okay. I think that's where my enjoyment watching her play, because it did look like a lot of times I said, I think, on the, on the, in the show... She looked like she was just having a good time. Looked like she got mm-hmm. to, looked like she got to play. And mm-hmm. that's if you ever listen to her in, in, in an interview, she says she loves her job. She gets to play, and like here you could see it. 
Right. Like there was, I don't think she chewed up the scenery. Like I would, I hate to say it like this, but I wish that the Academy would notice roles like that Mm -hmm. because she was so perfect and so good. Like you were sympathetic towards her. You were rooting for her. Mm -hmm. You were, you know, like, and this is a traditional bad guy that you were kind of rooting for. It was like, it was like being in Darth Vader's camp from day one, the moment he kicked in the door and went, yeah, you were like, Icon bad guy, I love him. Like, yeah. That's kind of how I felt watching Maleficent because it was like, oh, I knew she's a bad guy. And to see it, it a story about her life mm-hmm. and why she was doing the things that she did and stuff on the outside, it was like, wow, Like you added an, a completely different men- dimension to this character that never existed and made it believable. The writers, you know, like... Right. So, I mean, like, yeah. So definitely, like I said, it's one of those... I'm going to say a classic family tale. Okay, cool. (laughs) But for more insight, for that kind of insight, and more, you can tune in Sunday nights from 7 to, uh, let's say 7 to 11 from this point on. (laughs) Because it seems really we're getting out of there. We are pretty much doing a four-hour show in the studios with breaks and all. Maybe we'll get early out sometimes, but I think 7 to 11, four hours is... (laughs) Magical. Yeah. As as truthful as we could put it. (laughs) Yeah. So we can listen to it live from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com. Tune in. iHeartRadio, which I found that I think I have. Oh, and I have tuned in on my phone. Okay. Um, Link. um, iTunes Radio. iTunes Radio. Just for Aquanet Radio and those apps. Yes. And as always, you can listen. If you're not listening, well, you're probably listening to the podcast. Yeah. Which means you either got it from our our web page wordswithgeeks.com, or you got it on iTunes, or maybe you click that little button on our webpage to say where to find us. So all the great podcast sites that you can find us and download us and enjoy. Yes, drop us an email and let us know how you heard about us. Yes. Because now my curiosity is peaked. <laughs> so if you want to, I don't care. If you want to contact Sean, let him know. It's Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Ed and let him know. At Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can tell Erica at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. Don't forget to send those cockpits to her. Yes. <laughs> Sooner or later, someone's going to send a cockpit. And I'm like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah. And always go to Facebook. Go to our Facebook Geeksters page and like us. And tell a friend, too. Yes. Let them know. Share in the love, the laughter. <laughs> well, no love, but there's... There's lots of laughter. <laughs> yes, mostly at ourselves. So there you go. If you enjoy laughing at other people and ourselves, come join us. <laughs> and on that note. We'll see you part two. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.